Morning, Pee-wee. Look, Francis. Today is my birthday, and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So guess what I want? A new brain. No, your bike. <laughs> oh, what's so funny, Pee-wee? It's not for sale, Francis. My father says everything's negotiable. Pee-wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world. Not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Then you're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. No, I'm not. You are. No way. Knock it off. Cut it out. Oh, shut, shut up, up. Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Oh, Pee-wee, listen to reason. Oh, come on. I'm listening to reason. Pee-wee. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Remember the first time I saw your bike? You were riding past my house, and I came running out to tell you how much I liked it even way back then? I love that story. <laughs> You'll be sorry, Pee-wee Herman. And away we go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this level of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me, as always. Money here. I'm live, but you're hearing me on tape delay from the Goobliet. This is your old buddy Flash Rodman cranking it up to ninja bitch mode. And this is Lou, aka Puerto Rican Judo, coming to you live from the All Up in Your Geek studio and with that let's geek up 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 your horses. <laughs> all right so we got some emails this week huh here's the mail it never fails it makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes i wanna will that's right time to fondle that sack i'm gonna reach down into the depths What's going on, geeks? I keep thinking about the Game of Thrones complaint you received from a listener and how people in general seem to be more vocal about these types of fuck-ups. I saw this tweet today and wanted you guys to weigh in. All right, so the link takes me to a tweet from a Twitter handle called PlayStation Lifestyle by Mandatory. And it reads... Fans have started a petition that calls for Naughty Dog to remake The Last of Us Part 2's storyline. And there's a little character with an apostrophe S, so I'm thinking it refers to Ellie's storyline. Okay. Are people just going overboard now? Let's be honest. The petition won't do much. At best, free DLC, maybe. Thanks for being so consistent during quarantine. I love having new level a new level every Monday. Arcadio. 
Arcadio. Arcadio. Yes, good stuff, buddy. My All right, man. So, so what do we think about this uh, this tweet? Well, I think he might be onto something in that we've talked about this before, but just how social media s- tends to empower people. You know, they think that they have further reach than they really do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't played The Last of Us 2. And it's funny that that email came up because I actually have a Last of Us topic that I wanted to discuss. Okay. Well, I don't think anyone has the right to petition for a remake of a story or a game or a movie or anything because that's artwork. That's somebody's artwork. And it may not be perfect to everybody who is experiencing it, but that's not what art is. It's not supposed to speak to everybody. Hmm. Well, you know, I got to say, I'm, I think I agree with most of that. I, I think anybody has the right to do whatever. It's a matter of whether or not you should do it. And, and I agree with that. You for, for a movie, for a TV show, for anything, a comedy skit or a comedy show. No, like, come on. That's that's the way somebody puts their shit together and presents it. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, then you know what? You bought it, eat it, and move on. Right. You know what I mean? No, I mean, you're right. And I have been noticing a trend um, with movies and and shows and video games of this whole, like, oh, shit, we don't like it. Like, let's change it. And, you know, I, I like I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you know, with the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Right. You know, and and, you know, Game of Thrones that that came up again of, you know, trying to, to change that or, or, or fix that or redo that last season. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm a little I mean, first of all, I mean, I don't think I mean, you can bitch and moan all you want, but but it's really not up to us. You know, it's the people who, you know, put like Derek said, who put out this and look, this is how they put it out. And we either accept it or, or we don't. Um, and. You know, I'm seeing seeing we're seeing now. My point is, we're seeing now where some of this is kind of uh, seeping into making changes. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up the the Sonic the Hedgehog movie where you know it came out. You look like shit. The internet like fucking exploded, and they were like, "Oh, okay." But they actually listened, changed it, and it worked out pretty well for them because you know, you know, people were happy with the final result. Right. And I think the movie did pretty well, uh, even so much that there's going to be a sequel. Derek, pre-order your tickets now. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the same thing with, you know, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, where Justice League came out, the steaming pile of shit, and everyone's like, wait a minute, we don't want this. Where's the other cut? Where's the other cut? To where finally HBO kind of, uh, I mean, that was sort of a perfect storm where I think they needed content, and they were like, all right, we'll listen to you fans. And, you know, they're redoing uh, and releasing the Snyder Cut. And um, so... You know, in, in certain respects, I'm, I'm as a fan and as somebody who does bitch and moan about what's put out sometimes, I can see myself being for some of it. But it, it is a very dangerous and slippery slope to where, you know, whatever's put out, it's like, don't get used to it because it's going to, you know, we're going to they're going to throw it in the trash and give you something else. Right. So I don't know. It's 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 a weird time. I think we're, we're in a very weird time right now. And it's something that's really unprecedented because, as you guys know, and we've mentioned. You know, when we went to the movies, you saw the movies and you fucking that was it. 
you either that fucking was- liked that movie or you didn't like that movie. And right. that was it. That was the version you got. And that's you exactly know? what I was going to say. Like, you know, we have movie critics back in the day and they would go watch a movie and they would give their opinion. And some people would take it as it is. Some people wouldn't give a shit and go see the movie. Just go, just go buy the game, buy the movie, see the movie, go to the show, the play, whatever it is you're going to do. And if you don't like it, it's okay to not like it. And it's okay to voice your opinion, but to say, I think this needs to get redone for what? So that, you know, a couple of people can be happy with something. Fuck that. Like these productions of any kind, whether it's a game, a show, a movie, whatever are done from someone else's perspective. And guess what? If you don't like their perspective, fuck off. Right. I was going to say, when a show comes out or a movie or a game or any type of artwork, it's not a collaborative effort. It is my product. You can like it. You're free to dislike it. Exactly. Where you get off thinking that everybody should just change their artwork for you. Right. It's, you know, it's the internet in a nutshell. It's like... It's the negativity plus the delusions of grandeur Mm. and the need for attention where it's like, I'm going to be the guy who starts the petition, who rewrites the end of Game of Thrones. And it's like, how about you go to film school, learn how to make a movie or a show for that matter, (laughs) and produce your own shit. Make your own fucking movie instead of crapping on somebody else's. Yeah, and then look, see. And I'm the guy who fucking hates everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then see how your shit does, and what kind of petitions come out when you fuck it up. Right, and, and that's changed. Yeah. No, and I would even point. I would even go further and make a further point of, uh, you know, petitioning a change in this culture, in 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 this, you know, um social media world that we live in who can we fucking agree on anything is right. there anything we could collectively say this is good or this is awesome or we all like this anything that comes out now anything and i mean fucking anything 50 percent of the people fucking say it's the greatest thing ever made <laughs> and the other 50 percent say that is the complete dog shit 100 polar opposite right I mean, so why change it right so you might as well just leave it as it is yeah People take a shit and they're like, no, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and as far as it relates to um, to The Last of Us 2, I've, I've not played it because I have not finished, yeah. you know, the first one. But um, from what I've, the little bit that I've read, because I'm not trying to spoil anything for me, people seem to fucking like it. Yeah. You know, I think people were initially turned off by the way the story was going to go and it seems as if the story still stayed in that direction but anybody any of the um uh video game groups that i belong to and not that these groups carry any water it's just a group of people who are fans of games and share their experiences the vast majority of the experiences of this game have been positive right so you know plus not that not that it really means anything this game sold a lot of fucking copies real quick right Right. So I I do think that um, that Arcadio was on to something with this whole thing with the petitions, because this isn't the first time and it's not going to be the last time. 
Definitely but, I mean, not. Seriously, if you don't like something, great. And you can say you don't like it. And you can call it a piece of shit if you want. But don't call for something to get remade. It's not going to happen. With, a, with the amount of money that goes into any video game at this point, there is no chance that anything is going to get redone. Your energies are better spent searching for something you will like than crying about things you don't. Exactly. Well, thank you, Arcadio, for your email. Yes, sir. I hope you're good, buddy. Greetings all up in your geek. Like you guys, I had been looking forward to the summer of gaming as a replacement for E3. <laughs> if you ask me, it has not delivered. It feels like they just mashed up a bunch of announcements from different companies and threw them together, while the bigger companies just ignored the event altogether. The world is in shambles, and I was looking forward to a needed break, but I'll have to find it elsewhere. IGN gets some points for trying, but it couldn't be more clear that the Summer of Gaming event is a total failure. This was definitely not an E3 replacement. Game over. Signed, Jimbo Beans. Well, Senor Beans, you are correct. <laughs> I thought I don't think that this is a replacement either. I think this was a really good triage to try to salvage something for the summer. Um, <laughs> triage? Whoa. <laughs> You need to dumb yourself down, sir. I got to dumb myself down. <laughs> we have no place for that kind of educated lingo here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for using such fancy words. It was a good yeah, band-aid. It was a good band-aid for E3 and this whole oh, coronavirus situation. <laughs> Not all of us went to highly uh, sophisticated universities. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university. Uh, thank you for the email, Jimbo. I have nothing to add. I mean, he, he said it all. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That That's not anything that we've not talked about already. Um, and just like with the previous email, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And that's it. Jimbo, you know, if you're disappointed with what you saw with the summer of gaming, I highly recommend taking to the internet to start a petition <laughs> to change a show, a movie, uh, a book, you know, whatever ending you don't like, just start a petition petition to change it. And that will fill your time and you can spend your summer that way. So I wanted to quickly touch on because our first email talked about the last of us too. Okay. I had originally planned to play the last of us and I bought it and Something else must have come out. I never got around to it, but I just started. And I thought it was a great example because I know some people and they're like, oh, you're going to fucking hate it. And I didn't hate it. I mean, I obviously didn't beat it yet, but I, I didn't hate it. I just think it was a really good example of a topic we've discussed before, which is that it doesn't qualify as a video game for me in the traditional definition of what I've come to know as a video game. Okay. It's more like an interactive movie that you're playing along with. And that's okay. There's nothing bad about it. I don't have one complaint about the game, except you're going to get your, your typical third party perspective, clunky controller from me, but it honestly wasn't that bad. Third, third person. Well, what did I say? Third party. Yeah. There you go. Got my point across. I'm trying to dumb myself down. I got to dumb myself down. <laughs> and I just thought it was a really good example of, of that. This game, for all intents and purposes, is a great game. But it just doesn't feel like a video game 
to me. It feels like I'm playing a movie. Okay. And now having played it for a few hours, it doesn't surprise me at all how much Bob liked it because to me, Bob is movie guy. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get, did you play the last of us? Luke? I've played it. I've just not finished it. Okay. But I wanted to get your guys's input on a video game versus interactive movie and which category you feel this game falls into. First of all, how dare you? I caught that little subtle knock. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not really a video game. That's why Bob liked it, because he sucks at video games, <laughs> and he's locked into perpetual ninja bitch mode. <laughs> Screw you, friend. Former friend. Been fucking hanging out too much with avid listener Ryan. Bob kept going on on this stuttering parade of crybaby excuses. <laughs> In the chat wow. rooms. Wow, tell us how you really feel. I guess if that's on your mind, Bob. No, um, I mean, I, I kind of get, I get that that's, that's your perspective. And there is, there could be an argument for, uh, for that. And that's, and that is, and if you feel that way about this, you'd probably feel the same way about the Uncharted series too. Um, although I feel like that might have, that one might've had a little bit more gameplay, um, than story, but it is heavily story, um, driven, but for me, for me, First of all, that's kind of what I think you're knocking is kind of what I like. I like that um, that it feels like you're you're playing a, a movie, um, like a like a blockbuster movie or, or something. Um, that's sort of what I like about what Naughty Dog puts out, because um, that's sort of what draws me in, draws me into the characters, and it draws me into the stories. Um, I feel that there is enough game there to qualify as a game, because um, there was a lot of stealth, there was um, stealth parts, there was a lot of action. Um, parts where you're, you're fighting guys, shooting guys, um, and a lot of suspense. And that one felt more a little bit like a horror movie too, because like there was uh, strong enemies that you had to hide from and you couldn't fight directly and you had to run from them. Um, and there was crafting too. There was crafting of weapons and ammo, and and so you were collecting shit and crafting shit. Um, so for me, I felt like it. There was enough game for me to qualify as a game, whereas something where I would that I would qualify as an interactive movie is more of the telltale games um, like the, the walking dead telltale games and the Batman telltale games, which are, which are great. And I've, I've played them and they're fantastic. But for me, those, those fall into the, uh, where I, I, I don't really feel like I'm playing a game per se. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm more playing an interactive movie, but the last of us and certainly the uncharted for me, I feel like there was enough gameplay to qualify as a game, but I could totally see your point D money and, and I, and I and that there is a fair argument and that might be you know subjective to which way you fall right Luke? you know i think that i am already used to games being this way so i i don't look at it as an interactive movie anymore um in the beginning when you know they started moving into this open world type of switch to gaming it it certainly felt like that you were the main character of a story and you were playing as that character um and because it was rendered in 3d and you've had these environments it could appear as if you are just participating in a movie that someone else has planned for you to play however you see fit um with this particular example of the last of us it's still it's kind of open world but it's still you know, you're playing the role of people. You're not really making much decision. 
Um, there's nothing really for you to decide in, you know, in the game other than, you know, maybe a path, but the path's already kind of there. You just, you know, got to take it. So in that aspect, it's still a game to me. The, the story just makes it very movie-like. And I think I'm the same way. That's what drew me in. I like, I'm a sucker for a good story. doesn't matter what it is. And I think the story is, um, is an amazing story. And that's part of the reason why I liked it and other games liked it. You know, the Uncharted series was fucking fantastic also. Um, and I think Bob's right too. The Telltale, Telltale games are little bit more story driven so they don't really they don't look the greatest they, they're good looking games they don't look like last of us but it's kind of like you are you're reading those old uh those old books that we used to have in yeah, elementary choose school your own adventure. Yeah, yeah absolutely choose your own adventure go to page five do this <laughs> and go to page 19 and you know that's how yep. those games kind of feel except you're not flipping the pages um, but the one interesting thing, and uh, you know, Bob, uh, hit it on the head when he was talking about the telltale games, then you have these games that are kind of like, um, uh, mass effect, which are kind of a hybrid because you are creating your own character to make your own adventure and you're making the decisions, but there's a lot of gameplay that still qualifies it to be a video game. And people love the, I love the Mass Effect series, especially the first two, third one. Yeah. And I didn't even yeah. play Andromeda because I don't know. Um, even though I see it on sale for like five bucks all the time and I just haven't picked it up. Um, that, that I think is, is a really good hybrid of, of game. And I don't necessarily have a problem with any of it. Cause like we said, it, it someone makes a game from their perspective and you're either going to like it or you don't. Um, right. you know, you seem to like the game, but we know you're not a fan of this take a role and play a movie type of thing. You want to play a game with the beeps and the boops and feels old exactly. school. And, and that's what a video game is to you. Definitely. But that's what you it know, is to you. And there's nothing wrong with that either, because that's how we grew up playing games too. Right. And, I, and let me stress, I didn't, I don't have anything negative to say about the game. I didn't right. think it was a bad game. Mm -hmm. I just, and I'm not going to quit. I'll still continue at this point i'm just not sure it's what i would qualify as the quote-unquote video game right mm. but again not a bad thing to say about it and the story is super mm -hmm. i might even go as far as to call it stupendous whoa, whoa. you gotta dumb it down you gotta dumb it down <laughs> i gotta dumb myself down <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. And I, I don't disagree. I think it just, it's, it's a subjective thing. You either like that type of game or you don't. But what's interesting is that it's not your type of game and you are still intrigued and enjoy it and it'll go back to play it. So that, yeah. that is the goal. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I also want to thank Arcadio because what I wanted to bring up falls also into this category because i don't know if you guys have heard of course you've heard who am i talking to uh we got the biggest star wars fan here in d money <laughs> um, oh that's right bathroom break right. get ready because the disneyland news today reports it is uh, that i mean you want to question my sources fuck you <laughs> disneyland news today reports Massive reset is going to hit the Star Wars universe. I don't know if you've heard. 
but this shit's going down. I've heard. Apparently, Overlord, you guys know Overlord. I don't have to fucking tell you who Overlord is. Put out a video on YouTube that, that, that put forth a rumor that they're thinking about totally erasing the J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson sequel trilogy. What? I, That's right. I have, That's right. I have Don't heard Don't even things. doubt it. Don't even doubt it. Okay? Because... Is- is because Overlord some sort of authority figure? I don't know who he is. I don't. I don't know who he is either. <laughs> but there's a rumor. There's a rumor. D money. I did a lot of research. Okay. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university. <laughs> but there's a rumor going around that Dizzy is looking to basically erase the events of the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. And this rumor comes, you know, from the video circulating YouTube from Overlord, which states. That in season four, episode 13 of Star Wars Rebels, entitled A World Between Worlds, the concept of the vein of the Force was introduced. A mystical dimension of the Force that connects all time and space. He, I quote, I've received confirmation from two <laughs> additional sources claiming that this is spot on. That indeed, Lucasfilm realizes they have a massive problem on their hands that the Star Wars franchise is all but dead. And despite Kathleen Kennedy's hatred of this idea, Lucasfilm is preparing to render the sequel trilogy null and void. Your thoughts, gentlemen? <laughs> is is this Overlord guy dead on balls accurate? <laughs> balls, so much ball, horse-sized balls. Accurate. Here's a certificate of validation. I heard that it was only supposed to be for Rise of Skywalker, um, and I don't know. I can't even say I don't know. I don't agree with it for the same reasons that this whole fucking Last of Us petition is. You know, I, I didn't agree with that either. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's okay. Don't fucking change it. In, in risking sounding like a hypocrite, despite what I just said Too minutes late. ago, <laughs> I am for this. I am 100% for this change. Um, I mean, because what they're, what they're referencing, Lou, you didn't see Rebels. but Not they yet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what they introduced, um, I mean, I, I was sort of mixed, had mixed feelings about it, but it's basically uh, like a portal where you can kind of um, uh, kind of go through points in time and like fuck around with shit. Um, so they sort of introduced that in Rebels. So I guess that the theory is that, you know, they could go to a certain point in time and sort of, you know, do a Back to the Future 2 and create an alternate 1985. Gotcha. Um, which which I sort of did in my own mind with the Star Wars sequel <laughs> trilogy because I hated it so much. I sort of just said, oh, well, you know what? They had already had a sequel trilogy. It was the legends that they got rid of. And I am sticking with that timeline, not this timeline. Um, so I think that's what they're, they're sort of referencing. And, and I know there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, doing some other things of, of some retcons and they want to maybe do, um, an animated series that sort of takes place after return of the Jedi to sort of fix Luke Skywalker's character and such. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is probably all bullshit, but I fucking hated the sequel trilogy. So I, I mean, I, no one would want to throw it in the trash more than me. Uh, despite you know what we just talked about for I don't know a good fifteen minutes, but what what do you think, money? Well, <laughs> gold star for you, Bob. 
You yeah. have the unthinkable. You actually found a topic that I care less about than Star Wars itself. Yes. Yes. Mission accomplished. <laughs> so That's a round funny. of applause for you, sir. All right. Well, I know where you stand, but I do. So, so wait, well, how, uh, would they, how would they do this? What, like I said, what they could do, because um, whatever this this uh, force realm is, mm. you know, the, the main character in Rebels, Ezra, you know, he, he found his way, you know, into this. Uh, it was sort of like a interdimensional like hallway. And like I said, there were different points in time and he sort of could interact with those points of time. And he grabbed uh, spoiler. <laughs> he grabs uh, Ahsoka from one point in time and sort of brings him into, you know, where he is, which is a little bit further ahead in time and, you know, fucks around with the timeline a little bit that way. So they could do something similar where, you know, they could just go before force awakens and, and just, you know, fuck around some shit. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, it's fucking guys running around and, and with laser swords. I mean, you right, know, but I, I more meant like logistically, how would they do it? How would you strike an entry of a series entirely? I don't think that it would be a matter of striking it completely. I think it's using using this force realm to kind of make an alternate sequel to these yeah. movies. So, the, you know, that right. will still exist, but then there will be this other version that Bob will like a lot more. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, and they've done it. They've done it in the past. They did it. They just did it with the Terminator. They came out with a Terminator movie that completely ignored everything after Terminator 2 and they just said fuck it this is what it is and they did the same thing with Halloween they came out with a Halloween sequel that fucking disregarded everything after Halloween part 1 right so, so they, you know they're just like this is what it is it so, would kind of be like that episode of Raw where Jericho beat Triple H and then Triple H came out later in the show and was just like yeah that didn't happen <laughs> exactly like that exactly that's exactly like what that. it would be like you yep. striking it from the record book but it still happened and you yeah. assholes will go out and spend another $17 on this shit. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university. Problem. What's the problem? Yeah, right? I, uh... Well, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that, I'm going to I'm gonna take this whole topic, I'm going to put it on the back burner. I'm not forgetting about it, D-Money, because I'm going to bring it back. Okay. <laughs> so prepare to fall asleep in a future episode. <laughs> but I want to shift gears. I want to talk about... Um, the dark series that, that you recommended Oh, on Netflix. So okay. I did watch, I did watch the first two episodes. Um, and, and it's, I mean, yes, I, I am interested. I think the story is, is very, very cool. Um, I think I have some idea where it might be going. Okay. Um, you know, but I, you know, my only issue is the, is the pacing, you know, the pacing is a little, I mean, so far is mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, a little bit slower than I would like, but I still am very intrigued, you know, uh, with the story. And I do, I do want to continue. Um, but my question for you is, you know, do, um, do things start to pick up a little bit, you know, with the pacing going forward or. Well, yes. So I don't even remember. And I've watched the first season twice. I don't even remember what episode it is. I thought it was two, but it, it could be three. It might even be four, to be honest, where okay. you, it really hits you where you're like, Oh, mm -hmm. because we, we can go with spoilers here since the first season is three years old. I've, I've okay. not seen it, though. OK, but, dude, you haven't watched the third season of Stranger Things yet. So yeah, but you're still. not you're not going to watch it. Are you going to watch it? <laughs> I, I actually I was going to sit down right. and watch it this morning. Okay. And 
Okay, then I won't. I won't go with the spoilers. But just tell me this, Bob. Mm-hmm. The first episode sort of revolves around, I'm trying not to give spoilers here, but we'll say the death, right? Yeah. What does the second episode revolve around? Um, the the one kid that was that sort of goes missing. Okay. And do you at all find out anything about where he is or where he might have gone in that it, episode? Yes, it ends it ends where you yes, you finally see where he winds up. Okay. And that makes me think about um the other uh, which I think I'm not sure. I'm just speculating. Yes. That it directly affects a, a, the another character that's sort of creeping around in the first two episodes, and I think they might be linked in a certain way. Okay. Um, you know, which would be very cool and very interesting, and that's why I'm intrigued, and that's why I want to watch more. When I first watched this series, like I said, I loved it, but it was the end of series. Uh, I'm sorry, the end of season one. That was all there was at that point. So you couldn't go any further. When I rewatched it, it hit me where it was just like, I think Bob and Lou will really like this. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Lou. I didn't think you were going to watch. I honestly just did not think you would make time to watch it because it's not a big name. There's not a lot written about it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's not all over social media. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't think you were going to go. And I'm even a bit surprised that Bob. But what I told Bob about this is... There's a movie that I know you guys love, and this series is sort of like the long, drawn-out television adaptation of that movie. Mm -hmm. And until you figure out what movie that is, Mm -hmm. you have no right to stop watching. Because if you don't know what movie that is, then you don't know that you're not going to like it. That's fair. You don't know enough about the plot point to say, you Uh know what? I'm not going to like this. Cause Bob said that to me. He watched one episode. And he's like, I just don't think it's for me. And I was surprised because I'm just like, you know what this, I think of this movie and I think of you guys. So if you don't know what movie I'm talking about yet, then you haven't watched enough of the show. And it yeah. definitely is a little slow to start. And it does pick up Bob. It okay, definitely good. picks up. And I don't want to say it picks up in terms of the pacing because it's sort of just like a very slow, deliberate show. Yeah. But the storyline becomes so expansive that it almost doesn't matter because you're so engrossed in whatever the slowness of the story is telling you during this episode mm-hmm. that you get lost. Just like I said, just watch it. You don't have to binge it. You don't have to watch six episodes in a night. I know we're busy. I know we all have real lives to tend to, but an hour here, an hour there, and they're not even an hour long. I think they're 50 Yeah, minutes. like 40, 46 minutes or something. Yeah, there you go. Isn't going to kill anybody, especially, Bob, when you're posting about watching Batista diddling little girls. No holds barred. In your free time, you have the free time to watch this. Let's be clear. <laughs> that was, it was Batista and there was a little girl. There was no diddling. <laughs> I don't know. That picture you posted looks awfully suspicious. You know, money is full of backhanded 
fucking uh, compliments Dude, or something today. That's all it's been. That's all I know it's been you're not going to watch it, Lou, because it's not mainstream and it's not all over social media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lou, you won't watch this because you're an asshole. I'm surprised Bobby watched it because he's an even bigger asshole. When he's not watching complete dog shit, maybe he can find time to watch this show. Oh, man. I'm surprised you like Last of Us because it's so fucking movie-like. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, it was pretty good, but I know why Bob likes it because he fucking sucks at video games. <laughs> I never say any of that. <laughs> you don't have to say it, sir. It's implied. Right between the lines. <laughs> so, what I meant by what I said was that it's not all over the place. If no one alerts you to this show, you would just miss it. It's a German show. I think it missed the American audience. Mm -hmm. And because like something like Stranger Things comes out and it's everywhere. I mean you, you yeah. can't fucking read a web page without seeing a Stranger Things ad pop up. This show, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. For whatever reason, this show flew under the radar. And it was not picked up on. Maybe it's because it's just not any good. That's a possibility. But I'm enjoying it. So what I meant by what I said, Lou, about the social media thing was just that no, if I didn't bring this to your attention, no one's going to because it missed for whatever reason. Yeah, I didn't hear about it until you mentioned it. Right. And, Bob, what you took from what I said about you sucking at video games, I mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't give you your new nickname. That was somebody else. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> and I kept it. I kept it, and I made it my own. Fuck you, Ryan. Bob kept going on on this. Stuttering parade of crybaby excuses. <laughs> and I meant no disrespect to either one of you. Bob, you especially, I like The Last of Us. I really do. It's just not my type of game. So no, I get it. I, I apologize if I offended No, anyone. no, it's all good. It's all good. I, I kid, I kid. <laughs> I kid, I kid. <laughs> but no, Lou, honestly... I don't think you watch a lot of TV. That's my impression. I know you game a lot, and I just didn't see you. Maybe with the positive review that Bob's given it, and maybe he'll give more of a positive review as he watches more, maybe yeah. then, you know, that will give you enough ammunition to watch. But I honestly didn't think on my recommendation alone that you would watch it. Well, I was I was planning to anyway, just because I mean you've there are other shows that you've recommended that I've watched that were pretty good. So I mean you have a pretty good track record. So okay. I just I literally been doing some home improvement shit around the house and haven't had a chance. Well, thank you. I appreciate that forward handed compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and how smashing the two of you are looking tonight. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and Bob, your cat is sexy. No, oh, thank you. I well while we're mentioning uh shows I I watched through the whole series um the new episode the new uh, season of this show kind of dropped a few months uh, months ago and I wound up binging the whole series and I liked it um is actually the last kingdom mm -hmm. on Netflix um which I thought I thought was pretty cool I didn't think I was gonna dig it as much as I did but like the more I watched it uh, the more I kind of liked it. It's it's sort of similar to the, the show Vikings. Uh, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But yeah. I, you know, what's funny is I kind of wind up liking it better than Vikings. Vikings, um, by like season five, I kind of bailed because um, the one character I like made an exit. And when that happened, I, I sort of was out. Um, but 
Um, this this show I kind of stuck with and thought it was pretty awesome, and I'm excited for for the next season. It's um, yeah, it's sort of like a medieval sort of like action drama. It's historical fiction, so it's um, while it's not 100% historical act historically accurate, um, it it does have real battles and real historical figures. It sort of like takes place in the 900s in England uh, mm-hmm. when all the Vikings are sort of raiding and attacking and, you know, England's sort of broken up into different kingdoms and uh, they're all taken over except one. And that one is the last kingdom. And um, the main character is uh, someone who's English, but is raised by uh, Vikings. So he's kind of caught between two worlds and you don't know really where his loyalty lies, which is huh. kind of a cool concept, but I liked it. And I thought it was uh, pretty great. And I, 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 if you're into that, and if you're looking for that, then I could, I could definitely recommend um, the Last Kingdom. All right, put that on the list. Thank you, Bob. No problem. All right, guys, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. You guys don't sound ready. Are you ready? Well, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, in browsing the interwebs today, I've read that we are going to get the second coming of a beloved animated series from many years ago oh yeah oh yeah tell me about it beavis and butthead yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) wow really yeah and same guy mike judd is bringing it back Uh, actually it was already brought back to mtv i think back in like did he get fired from his job at the gas station? Well, see, I come from a highly educated university. <laughs> <laughs> He's real busy, D-Money. Yeah, right. And it didn't do well, which I'm not surprised about, but apparently Comedy Central has agreed to do at least two seasons with more if it um, if it catches. And wow. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it, only because yeah. I, I loved the original Beavis and Butthead. It was funny. It did well. They got a movie. The movie was meh, but I mean, it did well. But I don't know if Beavis and Butthead can exist in this social climate at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good point. And right, I mean, I definitely I remember it back in the day. I'm you know, uh, and I remember it blowing up and being huge and everyone kind of being into it. And then uh, you know, it ran its course and went away. And then I remember them trying to reboot it. And I. I was like really and okay but i i didn't catch not one episode of that reboot um and now i'm thinking like shit like is this something that like was a product of the 90s and should stay in the 90s uh you know i I don't know you know it's funny because all of a sudden they're censoring all these shows that we grew up with and you know the whole black lives matter and the racism thing and i question about whether that's the right thing to do not because I'm a fan of racism, but if we want to eliminate it going forward, I think that's the right thing to do. Not necessarily striking it from the past because I don't think that fixes anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that this show might be a good example of why bringing it back in today's climate is probably a poor idea because it's not going to be what we remembered it being. It's going to be a dumbed-down, censored version. I gotta dumb myself down! That, if it's going to prosper, is going to have to change. I, 
I don't know if it can get any more dumbed down, though. I gotta dumb myself down! The show was pretty simple. But I more meant it in terms of how inappropriate it was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's like all of comedy in general right now. It's like, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what the, you know, the minute you say something, it's like, I, oh, shit. I don't right. know. I don't know if I found the original one to really, I don't, if, if it ever touched on those, those racist topics and stuff like that. <laughs> I So I don't. I, no, and that wasn't what I meant. But what I meant was certain things, a lot more was appropriate in the 90s that wouldn't be accepted today. No, and I think that's why I don't. I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, South Park has continued to hang on. My sentiments exactly, Your Honor. And mm-hmm. do things the way that it was back when the show started. Um, but that was a series that started in an era and continued and didn't stop. Beavers right. and Butthead is a completely different type of show. And I don't know how it's going to be received in in general. Yeah. It's a it's marketing to a different audience. Yeah. Plus, I, I think I think you guys are right. I think the minute that they mentioned something that's gonna cause some flags, draw some flags, if they do cross racial boundaries, if they do cross yeah. cultural boundaries, sexual boundaries, it's gonna bring groups of people who are super sensitive up in mm-hmm. arms, yeah. and we're gonna get more petitions about change this and change that and cancel this, and this whole cancel culture is just out of control. Right, and I think totally. that's what I meant when I said, yeah. you know, with South Park, they've always here or there touched on a racial issue or a cultural issue, and I think South Park, not for that reason, but I think South Park is a great show, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. in 2020. If they're going to dumb it down, I got to dumb myself down and they're going to take all that stuff out that I think I'd rather just see it canceled entirely because it's not going to be what South Park was. It's inappropriate humor. Exactly. And that does, whether you like it or not, inappropriate humor does have its place in society. Yeah, because I the one thing that I do remember from Beavis and Butthead is the 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 young girl in the class that got her own spinoff show, Daria. Daria, right? yeah. And they essentially made fun of this girl and bullied her. And it was funny to watch back then, but in this culture now where bullying is, I mean, it was never right. It's always been bad. Right. But right. in today's society, it really is a focus of how not to, uh, I guess, not how to treat students and kind of, you know, don't put them in that direction. Don't put them down. Don't say these things like they, you know, they pretty much called her name diarrhea, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know if something, something as small as that will be funny to a crowd of people who are overly sensitive about bullying and right. not that bullying is not a serious topic. That's not what right. I'm saying because it is serious. I think bullying now is a lot different than bullying when we were growing up. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of levels of it that I even I don't know about because I've not been in school in a very long time, have not been bullied in a very long time either. So I'm, oh, not I can su- help anybody. <laughs> I'm sure you could. <laughs> um, and I'm not suggesting that it's not a serious topic. I just don't know how humorous some people are going to find it. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking, too, because I think back to the Beavis and Butthead and, you know, um, basically the show was was them you know, trying to score a lot. 
So I, you know, I don't know in this, you know, me too kind of environment, you know, if that's going to fly. I also think back to, um, the great corn Julio. I am the great corn Julio. <laughs> you know, is that appropriate now in 2020? <laughs> I don't know. He only wants TV for his bunghole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess we should wait to pass judgment. Sure. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, you're right. I would be surprised if the product we get on our TV screens, the end product, resembles the one that we got. 20 plus years ago that yeah, would be surprising uh, it would be surprising it's going to be something completely different whether it tries to take those if it tries to take those issues those social issues that exist today and do it in a comical way it could work because yeah. there are still shows that do that where it works but with a cartoon i i don't know i think that I think only certain amounts have been able to do it. And the most successful, right, that we, we've said in, on other episodes is Family Guy, The Simpsons, and um, and South Park. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I, I'd love to watch an episode when it finally comes out. Mm-hmm. But count me amongst the skeptical. Yeah, I, I would be. Um, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested just to see well, what it is. But I think... Um, no, I think it's got an uphill battle, I think, in this day and age. Definitely. Um, you know, mo- uh, moving on from from that, another thing that kind of surfaced over... Well, it, it seems like it's been in talks, but Kevin Bacon is being considered for the role of Freddy Krueger in a new Nightmare on Elm Street series, or movie, rather. I'm sorry. That's a movie series. That's interesting, but I'm not sure that fans of that franchise will take well to replacing Robert England with Kevin Bacon. It seems to be a positive response so far, which I was surprised about because typically with a role like that, who someone plays that well, you know, you know, just like when Ben Affleck was going to do Batman, people were like, wow, fuck Ben Affleck. No, 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 Ben Affleck doesn't play any role well. <laughs> Except Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, he even put that up. <laughs> you know, I, I read it and my initial response was, mm, I, I don't know about that. But you know what? He is a good actor. He's got that creepy look to him. He's done other horror movies that have or thriller movies that have been pretty good. It could be a pretty good marriage if they redo it. I would assume that Robert England, I have that right, Bob, right? The name there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I would assume he's too old to play it at this point in his life. Yes. So yes. you're gonna, if you're going to continue with the franchise, you're going to have to replace him either way. Right. And I don't see why Kevin Bacon shouldn't be considered. I mean, if he's among the best choices, then yeah, by all means. Sure. I mean, wh- wow, what a... What a strange spectrum to go from Footloose to Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> well, well I mean, the only thing I got to say is I got this feeling <laughs> and the times are holding me down. I'm hitting the ceiling or else I'll tear up this town. Now I got to cut loose, Footloose, kick off your Sunday shoes. Please, Louise, pull me off of my knees. Jack, get back. Come on before we crack. Everybody cut foot loose!
Bob, I hope you look that up because if you know that off the top of your head, I have no, serious concerns about you. I looked it up. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, it had to be because I, I was, I'm like, wow. I, it took a second for it to register. <laughs> um, so I, I thought it was a pretty good choice. You know, the other thought in, in just thinking about the Nightmare on Elm Street series, I thought another person who could be considered if this deal doesn't go through or if they do casting or whatever. I think Johnny Depp would be a decent Freddy Krueger. Well, it would um it would would come be full circle. I mean, that was like one of his first movies. Exactly. Was Nightmare on Elm Street, so. Huh. So he's already familiar. I I I don't see why not. He did the Edward Scissorhand movie, so he already I, can walk with the damn glove. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to say that. Okay. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I I'm going to keep an eye on that cuz I'm curious what they are going to do with that. You know, the only yeah. thing that I, I guess stands out is that it's yet another eighties movie or another movie right. from yesteryear right. that's getting redone. And it's like, come on. Yeah, I know there's, there's, there's no original ideas. Everything yeah. is, you know, a reboot, a remake, a reskin. Yeah. I was really looking forward. I was really, really looking forward <laughs> to Nightmare on 14th street. <laughs> yeah on maple street <laughs> oh man let's see all right guys well i got a little bit of sad news oh no just a little bit i was informed today that the nacho friends are no more what yeah what? it's a good question one one of the hosts decided that he did not or was not going to um, continue doing Nacho Friends for the foreseeable future. Um, made a announcement about it on Twitter, but failed to notify the other hosts, which. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, but. Wow. I got so I, I'm, I'm a little bummed out about that, but I now have to switch up this entire speech that I've had because I've gotten I'm, so I'm not so believing this right now. <laughs> I've had a good flow to it before and over the past couple of weeks trying to fix it has been quite the task that I didn't think it would be. So I think I've kind of narrowed it down this week. Um okay. and I had to do a last minute fucking audible because I found out a little bit late about this nacho split. So right. I'm going to go ahead and do it and I'm st we can still use the music the way we do. Yeah. yeah I'm just <laughs> I, I'm just going to, you know, kind of move things around a little bit. But I wanted to give you guys fair warning before I did it so you're not like what the fuck is he doing? Well, thank you. <laughs> so, now would be a good time to remind our listeners that this level of all up in your geek is brought to you by the High Heeled Gamer, the Oprah of the nerd world. You can catch her on her website at thehighheeledgamer.com or live on The Breakdown every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on Facebook. Boom. Now, one of you guys asked me, asked me what the, what the breakdown is. What, what is, is the, the breakdown? breakdown? I'm so glad that you asked because The Breakdown is a broad look of all things comics, heroes, and villain-related news. Uh, High Heeled Gamer hosts this show, and she interviews actors, writers, and artists of your favorite comic book paraphernalia. And soon, very soon, there will be a sequel, or a sidekick, as I like to say, 
of the breakdown called Issues With, which will be hosted by Jeff Messer and the High Heeled Gamer, which is a look at established or established. There's a typo here. Sorry. Have your favorite comic book series. Lastly, and this is an exclusive for me. I started co-hosting the Just Fans Wrestling Podcast. We're about five episodes in. Me, the High Heel Gamer, and Splick Laga talk all your favorite wrestlers, matches, whatever. This week we got highlighting the uh, Undertaker's last ride. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Congratulations, Whoa. guys. Thank yeah. you very much. That's, that's very good news. Very awesome news. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's name that game time. Time, time, time. Yes. Now, this might not fall under the category of the easier difficulty. Okay. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. It happens. <laughs> Immediately following the critical success of Ultima Online and EverQuest Online, hmm. this fantasy MMO was developed by Turbine Entertainment Software and originally published by Microsoft was first released in late 1999 for Windows, and their servers remained active for 17 years before shutting down for good in January of 2017. Wow. Wow. So I gave you a lot of information here to try to offset the difficulty. Hmm. That was just the first clue. Well, you know, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking that this could possibly be um, Star Wars Galaxies, but I don't remember whether Star Wars Galaxies started with Microsoft because I know they were around for no. a while and they closed down their servers um, around that time frame. I just I can't remember the time frame off the top of my head. Okay, well, let me continue with the clues. Okay. Oh, I thought Create... you were done. No, no, that was just the first clue. Oh. Create a character from one of six in-game races. Allocate your attribute points as you see fit. Select the skills of your choice. But unlike many other MMOs, characters are not locked into specific classes, mm. can reallocate previously spent attribute and skill points. Hmm. Unlike many other games in the genre, there are no zones or instances on the world's surface. This means players can cross the world on foot without loading screens or invisible barriers. And any terrain that can be seen in the distance is a real object in the world. The world is also dotted with a system of one-way portals which expedite travel. Some of the portals also lead to intricate dungeons. The original magic system had specific formulae for each spell that the caster had to discover through trial and error. Magic was challenging and rare. This system of spell components was later phased out and replaced with a simpler system. Finally, the game's currency was called Pyreal. Gentlemen, um, name that game. Could that clue be any fucking longer? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told you I tried to give you an excess of information because you guys are going to oh, it's too hard. It is too hard. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Where have I heard that before? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> um, all right, so I, 
Bob, I, I'm wrong. Just by hearing the second yeah. one, I knew I was wrong. Yeah, no, and, and I was going to say, like, I thought uh, Star Wars Galaxy closed up shop years ago. Um, definitely before 2017. Oh, it was um, 2017? I thought he said 2007. My bad. No. I'm trying to think of something else that could have, you know, ran that long um, that Microsoft came up with. Yeah. Um, fuck. You know, there is there is a MMO that I recall hearing about that shut down that a few people were upset about, and it was a it was a big deal. Mm. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the damn series right now. It and it was, but I don't know if I don't know if it was around seventeen years. Yeah. Because that mean if 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 it, if the servers closed in two thousand and seventeen and it's been around 17 years then you know that means it was at the beginning of the released in 1999 oh 1999 could that be um shit i don't know like could that be um lou could that be like a like an ultima was there like an ultima online that was still around there was an ultima online but i i think the in the first clue he said um not like or the or, it was in the wake of or some shit what was the first uh, first fucking words immediately following the critical success of ultima online oh, and okay. just online all right so okay you said it all right so it's not that all right hmm and it can't be it can't be world of warcraft because it's still open right um could it be could it be one of the um, one of those top downs like a Diablo Diablo 2 Diablo 3 um I don't I don't no, think it couldn't so. have been because that was oh. Blizzard not Microsoft right and so was World of Warcraft was Blizzard yeah um wow damn I don't know I know I think all the ones I'm thinking about are ones that like probably didn't run at all there was a there was a stupid lord of the rings mmo there was a stupid fucking matrix mmo how about uh, but they're all how you about know. those those uh, those other ones i'm thinking of all the fucking useless pc boxes we had when we yes worked at me Game too Star. um uh, the, the fucking baldur's gate any of those were those uh no mmos uh, not that i know of man i yeah Shit, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything either. And money's starting to get that look in his face, like he's yeah. annoyed. He's annoyed. It's time, it's time, gentlemen. <laughs> um, you know what? I have no idea. Bob. Um. Um. No, I got nothing. Asheron's call. Fuck. Asheron's call. You could suck my Ashlon's call. <laughs> fuck out of here. Damn it. How I remember the fucking box too. God damn you it. Know, I was floored to read that their servers stayed open for 17 years. Right? For that Crazy. Kind of shit. And that's actually yeah. not even the game I was thinking. It was something else. Um and I yeah. still don't remember what it was. But I heard I initially heard I was thinking of something else too. I, something it was called something brotherhood or something mm -hmm. i don't know oh, yeah no. definitely i wouldn't have got it you could have given me 50 hours i never would have got that no 
All right. Play my music. Yeah, thanks for the easier difficulty. Really appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for trying to triage those fucking clues. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Well, that's going to bring us to a close here on this level of All Up In Your Geek. We hope you enjoyed the show. Keep your emails coming at allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. You can follow us on all forms of social media at allupinyourgeek. And until next week, guys, geek up. Gobble, gobble.